we're a little past the halfway point of 2021. We're going to be working on our best of the year so far videos very soon, but uh, we haven't had a lot of chance to talk about some of the movies that have come out so far in 2021 between all the brackets we've done and different lists and stuff like that. So we did want to highlight a few movies that are like not really the honorable mentions, but like the honorable, honorable mentions movies. We don't want to let slip uh, past your radar without giving you a chance to hear what we have to say about them. Some good movies that are worth your time. Art, I know you've got a couple highlighted. Uh, why don't you kick us off with one of the movies that is one of our honorable, honorable mentions. Um, so it's great to see, one, you saying that we're halfway through 2021 and it still feels for a lot of people like yeah. they're still in 2020, like that's just bled over through the years, the rollover year practically at that point. But one of the big things that we did not have in 2020 was action movies, these big blockbusters. And now that theaters are open, we've, we've been having uh, quite a couple of them. I know a lot of people have been loving uh, Nobody, where, you know, Bob Odenkirk went and started kicking some some, some butt. Uh, a Quiet Place 2 was probably, I think, so far one of the biggest movie releases. It, the fact that that movie mm -hmm. made more than the first movie is still bonkers to me, considering it was released during a pandemic. Yeah. You know, everybody loved Justice League, Wrath, uh, Wrath of Man was a good one. But my top two in the action genre would have been Godzilla vs. Kong. I have been excited to see this movie for such a long time. I'm Team Godzilla all the way. I believe you're a Kong man yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a Kong guy, if I have to say so. You know, it seems like he's a cool guy to hang out with. I'm a big just person of this movie. I, I didn't even get to catch this one in theaters, but if there's one movie that I regret not catching in an IMAX, sadly they closed down my Navy Pier one, this would have been the one oh. that I wanted to see there in just its full Dolby glory. But I caught it at home alongside with another movie that I would put as my honorable mention for the action genre of this year. That is a little movie called Paper Tigers. I was able to catch this one last year at Fantasia Fest. Yeah. And it's a it's a super independent movie about these three dudes who pretty much grew up together in their dojo. And their sensei is murdered. So now they have to find a way to figure out who did it, avenge his death, get together with the fourth partner that they never wanted to be together with. But the thing is that they're all much older now. So it's not just remembering the moves. It's also a little bit of, of a squeak in the joints. I really enjoyed this movie. I think that for those of you who may have not been fully satisfied with The Wrath of Man, or I thought nobody was up there along with this one. Uh, if you wanted to catch just a nice full-out action sequences that are actually happening in front of you without all of the taken cuts, definitely put Paper Tigers on your list. What about you, Zach? Nice. Uh, I'll go with something that's a, a little bit off the beaten path and something that we talked about when we did our Fanta Fantasia Fest coverage last year, but the movie is finally available on Shudder. One of the craziest movies I've seen a little bit is Fried Barry. Uh, it's Dude. A, <laughs> a story about a uh, junkie who gets abducted of sorts or, or or at least occupied by an alien life force anal and probed just anal probed if we want to be very uh accurate about it and just the adventures that this alien takes this body on through you know like, like the underworld of south africa ingesting all sorts of uh all sorts of different drugs and getting into all sorts of uh violent situations and, and it Sexual situations, like to, to get it's, specific about it, would be to spoil some hilarious 
and shocking moments, but it's one of those movies that's just extremely excessive in terms of its uh, sense of humor, but it's throwing so much at you. I found it to be pretty hilarious. Not going to be a movie for everybody, but it's so daring that this movie is stuck with me uh, for almost a year now. So Mm -hmm. yeah, if you're you're a person who has a Shudder subscription, you might be a person that enjoys a movie like Fried Berry. It was was my top pick of Shudder last year, and I love how this dude was an all... He was just an extra... And now he finally has got his lead role in Fried mm-hmm. Berry, and he gave it his all. <laughs> in terms of docs, there's there's a bunch of good ones that are going to make my top list. But some of the ones that just stay out, uh, Stray, I believe you might have caught this one as well. The documentary that's just following Stray Dogs. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. what country overseas. It is, it's, just, it's just seeing how they yeah. are. It's This country just allows these stray dogs to go everywhere. So they're literally just documenting the dogs just on and about. So. Interesting little doc. If you were interested in seeing what do- yeah. dogs do when they're just out yeah, of it's their own. in a it's in Turkey where the Turkey. dogs are there just sort go. of running wild. Yeah, so put that one on your radar along with Amy Tan, which is over on Netflix about the author. It follows her journey, everything that she went through. But I really love the perspective that she covers with her mom. But probably at the top of my list, surprisingly, for a lot of people, this may be at the top. But it gets an honorable mention for me. The Sparks Brothers. Edgar Wright's documentary on this duo who influenced so many so many people you don't even realize it, right? Uh, they're that type of influence. So your favorite band, favorite band type thing. It, it's a very long documentary, and I know that for a lot of people at Sundance, that's where it kind of teethered off. But hey, he made sure to go all in on their story. But I think where it really stands out, as a lot of Edgar Wright movies do, is in the editing. It is just some majestic editing. The way that he was able to mm-hmm. recreate not just the posters, but their... Um, the, the talking heads for them to look just like their album covers from back in the day, hunting down the lenses so that he was able to capture them in the same way. Definitely put that one on your radar if you're interested yeah. in Edgar Wright in, in a band you may not have heard of. Yeah, it definitely feels like he's able to really evoke the, the essence of Sparks. Easily through his documentary and it's a documentary that also is so thorough in how it's examining them. You know, I, I'm sure we've all had the experience of watching a documentary about something you care about and noticing that like there are things you care about that weren't in that documentary. I'm not sure that if Sparks fans going to have that experience with this documentary, he's literally going album by album, yes. which is pretty awesome in terms of like, if you want to do the deep dive of, on an artist, you kind of want that album by album look at their career he goes in yeah i'll go from your documentary to a documentary pick of my own um as a hurricane picks up outside of my window so sorry if there's like thunder roaring in That's the background how crazy of my this audio pick is. <laughs> i'm gonna go with truffle hunters a movie that i saw at new york film festival oh, okay. last year a really, really beautifully shot documentary about like a subculture that, you know, I would have no idea exists if not for a film like this. These Italian men who comb the mountainsides with their truffle hunting dogs, sniffing out these very valuable, you know, food items, these truffles. And what it's like for these people, these men who spend hours and hours, just them and their their trusted dogs, the bond between them and how they, they care for their dogs, sometimes uh, like more than they would a child or a member of their family. And, and also the the gatekeeping around that community in the in the ways in which it becomes weirdly and, and kind of dangerously competitive, the, the ways in which the 
people sabotage each other's dogs even it's just a fascinating world that you know only a thing like documentary can truly bring you into plus it's shot with this really really beautiful perspective the the shots that just slowly creep in on the action i i was pretty pretty mesmerized by this whole movie so i think it's available to to rent now so yeah i would check out truffle hunters i hope they ran out of digital screeners so yeah, I'll unfortunately. Have to catch one soon. Uh, that one yeah. is at the top of my list. Comedies, dude. I know you had some comedies yeah. under your belt as well, so I'm going to save one of them. You got a couple there. Some of the ones that are, are pretty interesting honorable mentions, they kind of just went under the radar. Pink Skies was getting a lot of traction last right. year. I know you know more about the director than I do, right? A, a little bit, but... Yeah. Uh, Kelly Oxford, I think, I believe she kind of grew to prominence through her pretty funny Twitter handle, but she's grown into becoming a, a New York Times bestselling author. I think she's done some other screenwriting before this one, but yeah, he, she's writer and director of Pink Skies Ahead. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's really pitched as a comedy, but we're getting into that point where most comedies are dramedies and where is it leaning more on? And a lot of them are like existential mm-hmm. crisis, crises, I guess, that they're going through uh, in the movie. This one was pretty decent. It, uh, it It's the main actress who I believe was one of the Netflix shows um, kind of going through therapy, not believing that she needs it while she's going through all the stuff she's going through at home. And a lot of the humor comes in just like the day-to-day interactions, how you like... You know, you don't realize you're having a panic attack until you're having that panic attack. Um, And the humor is found in those awkward scenarios. So I think uh, for a lot of people who've been looking forward to this, it'll it it should hit. And I believe it's uh, already out, but it had such a minor release. Put that one on your radar if you were interested in it. Werewolves. The Werewolves Werewolves Within within. just recently came out. And it's a fun little movie that is showcasing how Ubisoft video game companies are ready to make that switch over to start adapting it. You know, we're getting the HBO Last of Us series. It helps when you have a good script. It helps when you have a good script, but even better comedic actors. I think they're the ones who yeah. really handle this sort of whodunit that's happening out in, um, you know, New York is more than Manhattan, Zach. A lot of people don't realize this. There's that, oh, yeah? So, yeah so, there's, so there's that other part of New York right before you get to, like, Buffalo, and it's yeah. taking place there where half the half the community wants this town to get the pipeline, the other co- side of the community doesn't really want it but they're not even part of this community they just went there and are kind of dictating it so there's those undertones that are going on while our dude sam richardson comes in as a new Mm -hmm. ranger for the town it's got to solve this case is there a werewolf out there we have been getting so much werewolf sasquatch bigfoot content out there which leads me to my next one as well which i believe is also on your list the 15 things you should know about. You're the one who put this one on my radar. Uh, yeah, 15 things you don't know, you didn't know about Bigfoot. Uh, this is kind of interesting one because I think when I caught it, it was titled "The Vice Guide to Bigfoot Hunting" or something. They like should that. have kept it with that name. That is funny. <laughs> I I wonder if there was just some kind of like rights issue 100%. with that because it's really, it's really funny. It's all done like. We've seen mockumentaries before, but this is specifically like a Vice style mockumentary where somebody's in front of the camera, kind of, you you see their process in investigating it. But it's ultimately this very silly comedy about uh, a guy getting in too deep on on the story and trying to navigate when, navigate actually having people focus on himself, on his story. Yep. 
I just think the performances are also really good in this one. And some of the ways in which they play around with the format and, and make fun of that whole best part. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go up close and personal and figure out the story aspect of that vice style of journalism is really, really funny here. Small little movie, but I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I like how I've just made fun of not just that. I feel like they also called out complex. They called out a couple of yeah. uh, of these different internet journalists, video internet culture. Journalists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, put that one on your radar. And I'd say the other one that would probably top my list is Together Together. It was like mm-hmm. teetering on being there on probably the top list, but uh, I, I really enjoyed the director's approach to this on it being a story where uh, a man is trying to have a child, so he goes out to find a surrogate, and it's kind of that relationship. And she really wanted to push this idea that. You can be friends. <laughs> not every mm-hmm. relationship has to be a romantic relationship, yeah. and not every relationship needs to be one that may last forever. Just meeting a friend for a little bit, someone who can help you with some uh, a pivotal moment in your life, can be something that can last with you forever. And I really like the performances from Patty Harrison, right? Yeah. I, one of the first things I saw her in was in I Think You Should Leave Now. And she'd even make me laugh. <laughs> Polar but opposite. she stood out because she was so committed to this one bit that she did in that sketch show. Yeah. So she's been on my radar ever since. And I think she kills it with a lot of the stuff that she's in. And this being one of the, the biggest movies that's out with her and um, Andy Bernard. What, what, what's his name? Ed Helms. Yeah. Ed Helms. So uh, I really like this one. It's it's yeah. It's a cute it's a very movie. sweet movie. Yeah. It you know it's it's like it feels like a rom com, but the the romance is a platonic one. It's just all about them becoming not, you know boys. Chill. Practically, I don't know, not, yeah. It's not yeah. too much of a comedy. <laughs> not fully on the drama side. Again, these dramedies that are out there. There's I feel like dramedy is not the correct word. For, for these yeah. there's a there's a new there's there's gotta be a new genre these new blending of stuff that that's been happening yeah. definitely put that one on your radar yeah I'll also throw out Psycho Goreman uh, this is maybe again in the fried berry tradition of like this way too much this is a happening, comedy but this is a comedy and I I don't know Ben I, I this one tickled me a lot the story of a deadly alien who crash lands on earth and becomes an unwilling pet to two young children. Yes, sir. And just the the silliness with which they approach this premise, the the absurdity of the idea of like a little girl in charge of this deadly killing being, intergalactic <laughs> they, they demon. Just, they, they just make it really. They go really funny places with it. They get really silly. It's it's very brutal. The characters are very stupid a lot of the time, but there's so many lines that just made me laugh throughout this. It, it's a good time on a, on a nice, like tired night when you don't want to pay full attention, but you know, you'll hear the, every other funny line and laugh, laugh at that. I don't know, man. I really liked Psycho Gorman. I know it was maybe a little too much for you. It's just but... a tad too goofy for me, but it is up on Shutter. And uh, I think yeah. one of the standouts, too, is that this comes from the director of The Void, and he's been a uh, practical effects dude. Like, he's been doing a lot of visual effects, and they, they get that in this movie. There is a lot of gore <laughs> in it, yeah. and a lot of uh, decent one-liners, every other one. So catch it on Shutter if you're interested in that one. Yeah. What else you got? I'm looking at the thrillers here, and I am just stacked with so many of them, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Synchronic this year that I thought was a decent movie from the boys who have been picked up to do a, a Marvel series now. But Synchronic, from the directors of The Endless, more in... Morehead and Benson. Whew, it sounds like you're in the middle of Synchronic. It sounds like you're in that one scene from this movie. 
Synchronic <laughs> before Zack time travels to the back is a time travel yeah. story where the time traveling comes from a drug and it's these two paramedics who live in New Orleans who are having to figure out how they're going to go save one of their daughters who has taken this drug and has traveled to the past. Pretty interesting. It's more so a story about boys than it is really the yeah. time travel aspect, but definitely check that one out. I also like in Synchronic... And I like this generally with like science fiction, fantasy type of stuff where the movie addresses there's a problem and we need to figure out how to solve it. And they show you the guy trying to figure out how to solve it and all the steps yes. in trying to figure that out. Those That's enjoyable to me. And mm-hmm. I think Synchronic really gets into that in a, in a time travel medium, which it makes did. it fun. I wanted it to be even a little bit more. If they gave me a little yeah. bit more from that, they cut some out. It might have even been in the in the next video. Don't tell a soul. I got this one up on Voodoo Zack. Go watch it. I paid oh. for this this little just minor thriller. Okay. It had, uh, what's his name from The Office, who Jim hated, uh, Dwight. He plays an officer. Oh. He's looking okay. for, for something in these two kids. Jack Dylan Glazer, I believe, is one of them. Trap him by accident in this hole. Do they help him out? Do they not help him out? Will it get them in trouble? Who knows? This is a Sunday afternoon, just easy watch. You're enjoyed through it. And that's pretty much it. Like, it's just a fun little thriller to definitely put on your radar. If uh, it's out on streaming, i definitely catch it. You're not going to be bored by is it. This, uh, is this better than the Sundance sensation, John and the Hole? <laughs> <laughs> a complete opposite spectrum from John and the Hole. Yeah, okay. this is the one that okay. you can enjoy and not be like, what? Was John and what was John doing with this hole? You know what they're doing with the hole in this one. I'd put I'd put this one up there also with a movie like Till Death, a nice little thriller starring Megan Fox. That to me, it had me on the edge of my seat. I thought go go into this knowing little to nothing. I don't even want to describe anything else. I don't even know what the trailer spoils. I just know that I went in blank as can be on this movie and. I, I was excited through through the whole thing. It gets a little weak on the on the last act than it does in the first, but it started off really strong in this thriller. Dope. With Megan Fox. And then wrapping up this list over here, I honestly I'd put Willy's Wonderland. Now that it's out on streaming, this is oh, a yeah? movie that a lot of people were excited for because uh your boy Nicolas Cage does not speak a word. But he gets hired to be this janitor at a uh, like demented Chuck E. Cheese where they come to life. Mm-hmm. A lot like Five Nights at Freddy's yeah, and that's the thing. It's everybody's like, oh, it's the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, even if it's like not really Five Nights at Freddy's. Sure. Well, that was a good fan film yeah. that was made. It's not too crazy. It's not too great. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It's exactly what the trailer's telling cool. you. It's giving it to you. And it's up on Hulu, so definitely go catch it. Cool. Cool. I have another thriller as well, one that I know that you enjoy. for you. Talk about it. Yeah, and then it's Silo. Silo is great. The movie from Marshall Burnett. You know, this is a kind of slim movie. I think it's only 76 minutes long, but it I think it's pretty expertly crafted in certain sections, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a story about a couple a couple guys who are working in a corn silo on a farm and disaster strikes when they start to sink into the Corn, which is like not a problem that I had considered before this movie. And, you know, I think when you're good filmmaking is able to take something that you wouldn't consider maybe even interesting and make it cinematic somehow. And this movie turns 
a corn silo into the shark from Jaws, right? Like that that's pretty cool. And it, maybe when it gets to the latter half, there are some sort of melodramatic interpersonal elements that that take the center stage of the movie, but the thrilling aspects, the the edge of your seat will this guy survive stuff is so well done in such a small package that I was really blown away. I, I think this is like a very special small movie and makes me think that this dude is going to make some really interesting stuff, Marshall Burnett. He took a great care in, like you said, it's almost like an epidemic that we don't know about. This this stuff's like very dangerous and there's no precautions to it. Yeah, every month people die? Like what? Like that. Uh, if yeah. you remember the scene from A Quiet Place where they have that moment happening. This would be like, imagine it not being movified like they did there. This is yeah. like, he knew the techniques. He knew what happens with it. So it's like they know the, he learned the ins and outs of what happens with the with these silos. And that's what makes the tension so effective. So yeah, definitely put that one on your radar. Off the posters when I said, yo, Zach, we need to check this one out right here. And it delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one really, really delivered. Uh, and, it, you know, it's always nice to find those smaller movies that yeah. are a little bit off the radar that just really well made. So Speaking I dug exactly. Silo. I just remembered I got to sneak this one in here. Another little thriller. Yeah, let's go. Zach, talk about City of Lies. <laughs> City of Lies? We're going to talk about City of Lies? Did you catch it? Yes, I caught it. Right before the link expired oh. when they sent it to us. I completely forgot that this was a movie that came out this year. <laughs> a movie starring Johnny Depp as a LAPD officer and yep. uh, Forrest and, Whitaker. Uh, Forrest Whitaker as the like journalist sort of Solving helping in his investigation. And what's the investigation? The murder of the notorious B.I.G. This is a like conspiracy investigation movie about that I like famous unsolved murder. And you know, I told this to you at the time. I don't really believe the hypothesis in the movie. A lot of it is like seems kind of ridiculous, but it's damn captivating. <laughs> What'd you think? I was I was surprised but I would not ever put this on a uh, top list at all. But with this with this video being about the stuff that's been out there, yeah. if this is on streaming and uh, you know, considering a lot of the stuff that we get on streaming that's got high profile actors, this this would be at the top of the bunch from all those. You know, they got Liam Neeson over on Netflix driving these ice trucks. You know what? You you can see Forrest Whitaker and Johnny Depp um, trying to solve the case of uh, of, uh, of Biggie, and just because uh, there's kind of like flashbacks going on in the movie, so I, I wouldn't say it's ever mm-hmm. boring. It's never great, but uh, I think it's if you want to see Johnny Depp reenact reenact the Charlie Day corkboard scene from the meme, this is your movie. This is that. Yeah. yeah, just wanted to put that one. <laughs> put that one. <laughs> up. Yeah, one one more 2021 uh, honorable honorable mention before we eventually get to our real honorable mention. <laughs> real ones. Yeah. Uh, let us know if there's any other movies from 2021 that are a little bit under the radar that we should check out because we are gonna get into that top list soon. So so save your good stuff. We we want the uh, the underrated gems from 2021. <laughs> 